Welcome to the BBC. Bring me your balls. No, Kelly Clarkson! Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Between Both Cheeks podcast. And yes, we mean those cheeks. Um, It's just Becca here today. Luba and Katrina couldn't make it. And we have a really exciting guest. So it's kind of worked out well that it's just me today because I feel like we'll get to highlight you guys a little bit more and get really into the topics and discussion. So you may have heard of them. They are spa strong, and I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. What what does spa strong mean? What do you do? What is your mission? Perfect. Absolutely. Hello, Becca. Thank, Thank you, for you for having, having us, guys. Um. So, like Becca said, we are Royal and Melissa Ellis. We're the founders of Spa Strong, where we help spa owners and other beauty professionals skyrocket their revenue and build more scalable businesses through our proven Acre method. And our acre method is our four-step framework to help you build six plus figure beauty businesses. Acre is an acronym that stands for attraction, conversion, retention, and expansion. And so that's the basis on which we help people grow their businesses. Um, I have been in the beauty industry since 2008. I'm a licensed master esthetician, licensed aesthetics instructor, a professional makeup artist, and a certified lash technician and Royal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've been in the beauty industry since 2018. Um, I'm a former police officer in the city of Los Angeles for five years. I medically retired and it worked perfectly because my background really transitioned easy with being the authority in your business, communication, sales. So yeah, we combined our forces. Yeah. So now we've been coaching together since 2018. I started coaching and teaching in 2015. Well, teaching in 2014, coaching in 2015, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, <laughs> so that's what we do all day now, Becca, is we get to help people grow their beauty businesses, find empowerment, um, make sure that they are profiting and thriving and we love it. It's been the best. Uh, and you're married, right? Yes. You're a couple. Love that. So Royal, I am shocked to hear that you used to be a police officer. Can you talk a little bit more about how the skills from that field translate into the beauty industry? Because I think on first glance, you would never think that those two things relate. They seem like they're on such opposite side of the spectrum. Absolutely. Yes. So, I mean, the first thing is what we've noticed is, you know, the majority of time, women are more timid. And so what we've seen with, with some of our clients, they allow themselves to kind of be negotiated with, with pricing and things of that sort. Mm-hmm. And you, with my background, having to show yourself as the authority, having the master communication, knowing how to talk to people. And the other thing is sales. So for me, sales was life and death because I have to sell you on getting into this car and not fighting me. And right. so I, I look at sales completely different than some of the um, some of the people in the beauty industry are just in business in general, where they feel it's just pushy. And so with my background, being able to explain to them that no, you've been selling your whole life, first and foremost, so sales comes naturally, you can actually do it, and really put in putting in that framework to help them actually sell more retail, sell more revenue and things of that sort. So that's how it kind of blended in. Mm-hmm. Wow, really great. I love that you said that you've been selling your whole life, and you just didn't notice it. Absolutely. It's really about like, the confidence and affirming within yourself that, you know, 
whoever you're talking to, they need this. They need to do it. Um, you believe in it. It's a great product. And it's not like a car salesman where you're just doing it to make a quick buck, right? Like you really, it has to be a part of the treatment plan. You're not just going to pick something that's not going to suit that client, right? Exactly. You're not selling snake oil, right? You're actually yeah. <laughs> selling something that works, that you've went to school for, that you've put money behind and studied for. And so, yeah. We got some stuff we can tweak. Yeah. But um, yeah, you've been selling from day one, whether it be friendships, whether it be job interviews, whether it be whatever, right. you've always yeah. been selling. Yeah. So as a team with Spa Strong and out of all of the people and businesses that you've worked with and helped, I want to know what is the number one roadblock that you notice that is common throughout like everybody or most people? Like if you had a stage in front of the world right now out of all of the estheticians, what is like the number one thing you would say? You have ego. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Let's talk more. Yeah. So you want me to go? Or yeah, you go, go for it. Yeah. All right, for sure. So yeah. So ego is huge. We, we, one of the things we say a lot is, do you like your ego more or do you like your bank account more? Because right. your ego will keep you not visible. Your ego will keep you not like giving out your cards or door knocking or collaborating and networking with people. It's your ego. So your ego will keep you broke. Mm-hmm. Love that. Because your ego is the, the voice in your head. That's like, oh, you don't, you don't need to deal with rejection. No, you're too good to be rejected or you're too good for failure. Like, don't, don't put yourself out there. That's no good. Like, just wait for the people who right out of the gate, recognize how amazing you are. Well, then you just stay small. You just sit around and wait for other people to be in control of your success. And that's not how you're going to grow in this industry. There are too many other beauty professionals. Um, There's too much noise on social media or within your community. And so you have to be willing to say, listen, even if I get no's, even if people think I'm crazy, even if people are like, gosh, that person they're they must be like, absolutely self-centered. They're telling everybody about what they do. I'll take it. If that's what it means for me to be successful, if that's what it means for me to be able to pay my bills or to be able to, um, go on that trip or save for my kids college or, you know, whatever it is, like you have to be willing to say, I'm going to get uncomfortable regardless of my insecurities and that ego that's trying to protect me, but it's also keeping me from achieving my potential and my capabilities in this industry and in my life. Right. Cause there's no secret sauces to success. I'm just, mm-hmm. whoever's listening right now, love that. Like they sit there on social media and they scroll and they judge and they compare. Listen, there is no secret sauce. Can we cuss on here? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. Did you not hear the name of the I know, show? I know. Between both of those cheeks. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. So pretty much all the shit that you're not willing to do, that other motherfucker down the street with no ego is doing it. Yep. And you, right. you don't know, but you've scrolled past her social media and she's successful to your eyes. It's not secret sauce. Mm-mm. Like get your ass out there and work mm-hmm. and go do it and tell people about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes people go through our coaching program and they're like, like at first they're like, okay, what's the big thing? We're like, all right, let's start with something really simple, but foundational. Are you engaging with your social media followers? And here's the DM script we want you to use. And they're like, what? I got to work. I got to, I got to talk to people. I got to respond back to comments and then slide in their DMS and start up a conversation, invite them to book. That's no, I want like the cool thing. 
no, baby, that is the cool no, thing. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah. That is the thing to grow your business. And then when they start doing it, they're like, oh shit. Yeah. They're like, yo, I booked this- like 11 appointments like today. I, yeah. Yep. Just do it. Just, just do the work. Do simple things and stop telling yourself that you deserve some like trend setting fashionable, like, no, this is, this is too easy for me. So I'm above it. No, you're broke. So do the work. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And it's true. Like there's no rule book for business. There's of course guidelines and and things that have been proven, but it's not like you get handed a manual and it's like you do this, 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 and this, and and then you'll be successful. It really is actually simple at the end of the day. You just have to show up, do the work, be consistent and give it time. Mm -hmm. And we, we overcomplicate it thinking that, you know, there's some secret that they know that I don't know, or, how do I get clients to come to me? It's like, well, you have to go to the clients first and then they will bring the other clients to you. Yep. When I, um, I don't know if you know very much about my story, Becca, but when I opened my first, um, studio spa, I was like so excited and I totally, I mean, I took out like this little loan. I was doing everything to get it all ready and perfect. And everybody in my life was like, go for it. If you build it, they will come. If you build it, they will yeah. come. And I was like, yes, absolutely. I built it. No one came. Nobody <laughs> came. And within just a few months of opening my doors, I had to move into my car because I couldn't afford both my studio and my apartment. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like they told me if I built it, they will come and nobody's coming. And I don't know what to do. The crazy thing was the people that told you that they, they didn't own businesses. They didn't own businesses. So <laughs> yes. I even listening to the right people. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I had to realize like, no, if you build it, they won't come because you didn't tell them that you built it. Yeah. No one knows. Right. It's not like I, I say clients aren't bees, you know, like flying around sniffing and be like, Where's the spa honey? Ooh, I smell spa honey. I'm coming to go and get it. No, they can't smell the spa honey. They don't know that you're there. So you have to be the one to go and tell them, whether it's on social media, whether it's on Google, whether it's collaborating with somebody else that they follow, whether it's events, farmers markets, um, just talking to people in the street, chatting with the hostess at the restaurant that you love to go to. You have to make yourself visible. You have to tell people not only that you're open, but the like the transformation that you provide, what's in it for them. You can't, if, if you're chatting with somebody where I was like, Hey, how's it going? What do you do? I'm like, Oh, I own a spa. Cool. Yeah. Good. Good for you. Like what's in it for me? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I guess I'll change the subject. I don't know what that means compared to like, Oh, I'm a spa owner and I help single moms achieve like flawless lashes without having to spend tons of time on themselves every morning through lash extensions and other beauty services, you know, or whatever it is that you do. Right. So you have to talk about what you do. You have to talk about why it's amazing. And then you have to have this call to action, right? So would you like to come in and book or who do you know that is looking for X, Y, and Z? Anyway, sorry, I took that like. (laughs) No, I love that. I love that. Because I was just going to say last night, actually, I'd gone to dinner and I was walking home and, you know, I started chatting with a stranger a little bit just about, you know, small talk. It started off as small talk, just talking about the traffic. And then he had this mentality. He started talking about his business, what the payoff was like for a potential client consumer and like how to contact him. He gave me his business card. He was very out there. Right. And if 
if I was like his competitor, I would see that. And if I wasn't doing action, let's say, I would see that as like, oh my God, he's crazy. He's talking to random people on the street, handing out his business cards. But that's not how I viewed it. Because I was like, oh my God, good for him. Like he probably has a leg up on all of his competitors because he's talking to people on the street. Like I I would have never known about his business because I'm not out there sniffing out the spa honey, right? But Uh he came to me. So it's exactly that that mindset, that attitude. Now for everybody listening, could you give them like a script, a very simple script of how to work this in a conversation, let's say with the hostess at their favorite restaurant, like you mentioned? Oh yeah. So for example, you're chatting with your hostess and you're like, Hey, so you probably meet a lot of people working this job, right? Oh yeah. Tons of people, blah, 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 blah. Do you have a lot of regulars? you know, start with those kinds of conversations, like those kinds of questions to figure out who is she connected to? What, how often is she connected? Yeah. I have a lot of regulars. Oh, awesome. Okay. So let me tell you, I own a spa and I actually specialize in the most beautiful lash extensions of all time and chemical peels. That's what I specialized in. And I specialize in chemical peels that help you achieve, you know, um, blah, 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 whatever it is. All right. Mm -hmm. So then you're going to say, I'm actually building my books right now and I'm trying to reach as many amazing people as possible. And it seems like you're such a cool person and you know, tons of great people. If I gave you some cards and you pass them out, I'd love to give you a discount. If you send X number of people to me, you know, something basic like that, where you're just like getting a feel for them and then giving them some kind of either. Okay. Listen, you can work for free. That's totally fine. You have to get over your ego. If somebody is very well connected and you are like, I'm confident that if I just get this person in my door, that they're going to be able to talk to the right people about what I offer. That's fine. We don't recommend working for free for your aunt Sally who doesn't know anybody. Okay. But if it's somebody like maybe there's an influencer, have an agreement, have some kind of like, we understand the terms of this, but you could also say, if you send five people to me, then I'll give you a free whatever, or then I'll give you 50% off. So you're just telling them, Hey, I'd love for you to spread the word about me. And I'd love to thank you through X, Y, and Z. And then have your cards ready and say, write your name on them, send, send people my way. And I'd love to thank you with lashes or a massage or a wax or whatever it is that you offer. Mm-hmm. give them something back so you mentioned discounts working for free not giving a discount to your aunt sally i want to talk about this how do you feel about giving away discounts in general because here at bright our owner founder luba she is against discounts discounts is a swear word it is not welcome in her house but in her sister company so another business that she owns it's waxing salons And one of them could use some work right now. It's kind of, the team needs inspiration is what I'll say. And I was looking over the reports for what that spa did last year in revenue for 2021, the whole year. And I saw how many discounts were given away. And then I went through every single person that we gave a discount away to and how much and what it was. And I highlighted everyone and I gave it to her and I said, I need you to go through all of these people and tell me what they give for the business. Because to her, they're her friends. To me, why are we, why are we discounting them? Because in my mind, 
your friends and family should be the first people to pay full price. Yes. 100%. 100%. So this very, be very clear. Discounts and specials are two different things mm-hmm. for people. Love that. For people listening. But what we say is discounts are rewards, not incentives. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, say that so, again louder for the people in the back. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. <laughs> discounts are rewards, not incentives. So as an example, um, I went to my barber like six times when I first went to him, when I first moved out um, to a new area. And um, at the sixth time, he was like, hey, yo, um, this was his thing. He was like, no, this was on me. I'm like, what the, f- why? Like, what are you talking about? He was like, no, you've came to me so much, dude. You're an amazing person. I just want to treat you. It's all good. Like, perfect. When I went to him seven more times after that, it happened again. And then he trained me. Listen, you teach your clients how to treat you. He mm-hmm. trained me. If I come back like seven or eight more times, I get a treat, right? Right. I'll get a lollipop. I'll get a lollipop, right? I'm going to keep going Mm -hmm. and I'm going to refer people and I'm going to keep going. But yeah, um, he never, you never leave, never, never lead with it. Mm -hmm. It's a reward, not an incentive. Yeah. And then the other thing is if you're going to be offering a special, so let's say you're doing a grand opening special or a promotion for a new service that you're bringing on. You have to have a time frame for when it goes back to full price. You have to be firm on, okay, this is if it ends on Monday and somebody calls me Tuesday morning, it's oh, over. can I still get it? No, actually you can't, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you, if you're going to be offering a special price, you need to have your rebooking skills. Like, how do you say? I was going to say, uh, bar none, like, like, yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Because here's the problem. If you, if you utilize a special and a client comes in and only sees you once, that was a complete waste. Right. You, if you're going to utilize a special, that client comes in, they purchase the special, but you also need to upsell them Mm -hmm. to something else. You need to also sell them retail. You need to also sell them a package. You need to also rebook them. You need to also sign them up for the membership, like never rely on a special and think, okay, that's enough, um, for a client to keep coming back to me. No, then you're only going to attract the discount Debbie's, the bargain Betty's, the negotiating Nancy's. All right. And those are not the clients you want filling your books. Right. So if you're going to utilize a special, they're going to come in and say, Hey, I want the signature facial that you have for 20% off right now. Wonderful. I'm so glad. Do you get facials often? Yeah. I, you know, sometimes you're going to love our membership. Let me get, roll you into the membership. And then, Oh, this, these are the problems you're dealing with. Here's the products that you're going to use. You never just settle on the special. Okay. Um, and then remember if it's a discount, somebody comes in and asks for a discount, you're not offering a discount. You don't do that. Um, uh, like I was talking about with the hostess, Hey, send five people to me. And then I'd love to give you, you know, 20% off or 50% off. Then it's a reward. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's our philosophy. <laughs> about that. And would you stick to that same philosophy with friends and family? Um, oh, y- listen, yeah. If, if aunt Sally has told everybody at her work about you and they're all coming to you. Sweet. Great. Maybe aunt Sally could you know, get a reward. But if aunt Sally shows up and is like, but I'm your aunt Sally. Well, aunt Sally, I don't see aunt Sally's name on the sign on the, you know, the outside of my studio. So 
I charge X amount. Will that be cash or car? And since you want to be a smart ass, I'll try charge you double. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a fee today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we recommend like if you're if you're getting ready to open your doors and you're worried about um you know friends and family asking for discounts. I experienced that too. We recommend one simple thing you can do if you utilize Facebook. Um, but you can put you know, a notice on your Facebook, be like, I'm so excited. I'm opening my doors. Please be aware that I'm not offering friends and family discounts, but I would love to be your permanent skincare provider or waxer, whatever it is. And show you how amazing it will be when you experience X, Y, and Z transformation. Right. And then if you have like a script that is either in your notes, you have it memorized, like your notes app on your phone. Right. Um, and somebody messages you, your friends and family, then you just have something you send to them or you say to them and you don't even have to think about it. Like, right. Hey, I'm so glad that you're interested in booking. I'm actually not offering discounts, but I'd love to book you for this. I think that's, what's going to be best for you. Will Monday morning or afternoon work better. Right. And you just roll right over it. Right. Cause if you don't notice it, they're, they're almost like usually nine times out of 10, not going to bring it up again. Mm-hmm. Cause to you, it's no big deal. Right. right. You just go on with the show. Mm-hmm. So that reminds me, we taught a class at a beauty school in Vegas a few months ago um, about skin lightening and skin brightening intimate areas, um, anal bleaching <laughs> with an all natural product. And these were all students. So they're very green in the industry. And we were talking about how to price these services just generally like look at your market, who are your clientele, is there any competitors, things like that. Because we don't like to give people a hard and fast number because it's going to be different wherever your spot is, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was giving like ballpark numbers, like say $50 to $250, just because that's what I've seen other spas charge with our product. And one of the students raised her hand and she said, well, what do we do if we say that's too expensive? And I said, you say, thank you and have a nice day (laughs) because that's not the client you want. So with your, you know, we call them Groupon clients. Mm -hmm. The, The people who are just looking for a deal, they're usually not only just looking for a deal, but they're also very high maintenance. Mm-hmm. And they're going to take up a lot of your time. So that's not necessarily the type of client you want. So with those, those people coming into the spa, do you find, because this is what I found working with estheticians um, in my career so far, is that sometimes the estheticians have that mindset, like that limiting belief that the spa is expensive. The products are expensive. Mm-hmm. I can't sell them a membership. I don't want to rebook them. What if they're busy? Like, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's just okay. like I want to give their head a shake. Uh, <laughs> He's taking the mic down. Okay. okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. If you're first of all, you have to be willing to pay for the product you're selling. Mm-hmm. First and foremost. Like, if you're not gonna pay for it, why the hell should Susan pay for it? Mm-hmm. And you need to realize the difference between complaints and objections. Some somebody saying something is too expensive is a complaint. The gas in California is five dollars. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what I say when I go to the gas station? Damn, it's expensive, but I get gas. Mm-hmm. So take it as a complaint and be like, oh, okay, listen, totally hear you. Absolutely hear you. 
I know it's expensive. I knew the price before I told you. I always yeah. I knew the price before I told you. So so this is the reason it's it's this price. It's A, B, C, D, and these are the results that we get people um, after they after they come to us. And so now an objection is just a plain out no. Nah, it's not happening for me. Totally get it. Totally get it. I'd love to refer you to somebody else who might be in your price range or however you may want to close it. That's cool. Mm -hmm. But just because somebody says it's too expensive means nothing, Mm -hmm. means nothing. Let it go right over your head. Yeah. Because it may be, damn, I can go. I can go on this one. I can go. I know this gets me so fired up too. And, and here's the thing. Um, you attract what you put out. Mm-hmm. you're not selling, you're the problem. It's not your clients. It's not the market. You are the problem. So it's, is it a mindset problem? Is it a lack of scale, scale sales skills problem? Um, so you've got to figure out exactly what the problem is. But in this instance, it's sounding like mindset problems where they're like, Oh, that's too expensive. Just like Royal said, if, if you believe it's too expensive, you really want to lie to your client's face and tell them, Oh no, this is great. This is such a good deal. You're going to love it. If if you go around looking for discounts, those are the clients you're going to attract to you. If if you're a penny pincher, if you think, Oh, well, there aren't good clients here. Oh, well, everything's overpriced. Those are exactly the people that you are going to attract to you. So if you think that your, the services at your spot, you're working at the med spa and they're doing CO2s and you're like, that's way too expensive. Honey, you better go book yourself a CO2 at your med spa so that you can recognize the value and you can speak from experience. And they're like, Ooh, that $2,000. Ooh, that's expensive. Oh my gosh. I know. Absolutely. I'm with you. I thought the same thing. And then I had it done. It's going to change your life. Should I book you for two weeks from today or three weeks? Because they're going to spend that money on something else that day. Exactly. Yes. Or something that they think yes. is fun. Mm-hmm. Right. Something they see the value in. Yeah. And it might be something really stupid. They're like, I don't want to pay $50 for that cleanser. Okay, but you're going to go to Chipotle and take your boo and spend $50 there and shit it out tomorrow morning. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like, you have to be able to communicate the value. But as a salesperson, because I'm sorry, I hate to break it to you. You're a salesperson if you're in the beauty industry. As a salesperson, if you can't communicate the value, it doesn't matter what the price is. It could be free and they still won't get it if they don't see the value. We'll be back after a quick break. Money is all around us and we think about it more than almost every other aspect of our lives. But how can we make more of it and what's our drive for building wealth beyond just the numbers in our bank account? Join us on the Make More podcast as our host, Matt Heslin, brings to you a dynamic lineup of experts in the world of investing, business, health, and beyond. Together, they unpack the secrets to not just surviving, but thriving in today's economy. It's about more than just wealth. It's about crafting life experiences, seizing opportunities, and building a legacy. Subscribe now to the Make More with Matt Heslin podcast and join us every week for new expert insights and inspiration. I love that. And when I'm teaching this to young estheticians that I work with, I always compare it to the Dyson store. You go to a Dyson store, the vacuums are expensive. The hair dryer is like $600, $700. It's expensive. You go in, you never hear anybody in that store talking about price. Nobody is saying, oh, it's expensive. And the employees don't go, 
I don't know. I wouldn't use it either. Like it's not worth it there. That is like, it's made out of gold in that store. Mm-hmm. And it's the same that it should be in your spa because you're right. They are going to spend that money somewhere else on something else on, you know, potentially something that's not even going to benefit them. Right. Right. Actually, this makes me think we went to, we lived in Vegas before we moved. We moved back here um, like three weeks ago to mm-hmm. LA. Oh, wow. Um, we're moving back to Vegas, though. <laughs> in three months. We're done. We, realize we're we, done. we love Vegas. That's where we Oh, live. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went to, all right, if anybody is insecure, they're going to get their feelings hurt, whatever. I went to a Louis Vuitton store, right? <laughs> I went to a Louis Vuitton store, and um, I was looking at the shoes, and um, they were like 800 bucks. And yeah. I was like, fuck, yeah, I, I kind of don't see the value in them. They're like they're literally Chuck Taylors, but it says Louis Vuitton on them. Like it literally, or they're vans, but it says Louis Vuitton. And I I asked the worker, I was like, yo, these are just uh these are just vans, aren't they? She was like, Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, don't you get a sale from this shit? What you mean? Absolutely. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, she was like, Yeah, totally, totally agree. They're they're they are vans. I was like, all right, bet. So I'm gonna go ahead and take those nine hundred dollar glasses though instead, um, which is even more expensive. Because yeah. I don't see the value in these fucking, yeah. And these, these glasses, they don't look no better than my Ray-Bans. Mm-hmm. Like my Ray-Bans are cheaper, but like the fact that you, you wouldn't pay for it yourself. The yeah. fact that the employee wouldn't pay for it themselves. Why the fuck am I going to pay for it for? Mm-hmm. And so I just went to another worker and was like, all right, can I just get those glasses in the back? Yeah. She just lost the sale completely. So <laughs> she's like, and so, but yeah, like you have, like you have to make people see the value and things and it's not that i'm going there looking for discounts i walked into louis vuitton there ain't no yeah. discounts you but, wanted I was, but i was trying yeah but i was trying to see the value in why i should buy the shoe and she completely ruined it for me can i can i take a point of what you just yeah. said you walked into louis vuitton okay so you knew you weren't gonna be spending 50 dollars on a pair of shoes mm-hmm. um if you're working at a high-end spa your clients are walking into that high-end spot knowing that it's not great clips or, you know, whatever, knowing that it's not somebody's basement. So they're walking in with an expectation that they're going to pay higher prices. Mm -hmm. So why are you scared to talk about your higher prices or scared to sell a product like, or a service that's higher end? The client is there because they want value. Like they chose your spa because it looks more expensive or because of the success stories or, you know, whatever the reason. So stop shying away and thinking, oh, well, I wouldn't spend my money on it. It's not your wallet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's not your wallet. It's the client's wallet. Mm-hmm. And, and how, I'm sorry, but if that client would benefit from that service, it is unethical of you to let your financial insecurities talk them out of a sale. They need those skincare services. They need that anal bleaching. They need the Brazilian wax, like whatever it is. They're there because they know they need it. How dare you talk them out of it? Because you're like, oh, I wouldn't pay that much because I'm broke and I have money problems and mindset problems and blah, blah, blah. Now I'm going to project that onto my client. Don't do that. Get your money shit right. So you can take care of your clients and give them what they need. Yeah, yeah. Don't be afraid to spend your client's own money. Mm-hmm. It's not your job to budget their money. Thank you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And they wouldn't be in the spa if they didn't have money. Right. Right. Like we've all been down on hard times at one point or another in our life. Were you at the spa? 
No. <laughs> right. Right. So you go to the swap because you know it's going to cost money. It's not McDonald's. Right. You know, it's not a tube of cream from the drugstore. It's a service with a professional in a professional environment. So it's going to come at a higher cost. Yep. Bada boom, bada bang. I love it. I love it. Exactly. Nope. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for coming on our podcast today we're at our time but you have a podcast so plug away all of your things your website your podcast your social media where do you want listeners to go first if they want to see more hear more learn more oh you can definitely go to our podcast um it's the spa strong podcast it's on, on all platforms yeah iTunes, everywhere spotify everywhere and our instagram we share tons of great information on Instagram. It's spa underscore strong. And then what else we have? We have a monthly membership. Go to www.spa-strong.com forward slash membership. It's 47 bucks a month. We had a client in there go from $47 a month, pay that. And she got $10,000. Wow. She opened her spa while she was in the membership and within what, two months, two months, she was doing 10 K. Yeah. I mean, you know, listen, this will be really fantastic. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) One-on-one coaching. Yeah. Any questions you have, just send us a DM. Yeah. We'll get you right. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. I hope everyone saves this podcast, listens to it over and over and over again. And I think the, the underlying message today was you have to fix your shit before you can sell shit. Right. Thank you so much. And for all of our listeners, you can listen to the podcast on any podcast platform. Just search between both cheeks podcast. You can follow us on social media or you can watch the video versions on YouTube. And all of those links will be in the show notes and we will see you next week. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, I can tell you firsthand that starting a podcast was one of the best things that we have ever done, but it can be really overwhelming to start out. Where do you begin? How do you do it? All the things. So many questions, right? How do you record audio and have it just go out into the world, into people's headphones and into their cars while they're doing dishes and cleaning and out on walks? Like I... I I can't say I understand the technology, but I can say that I know the easiest and the best way to do it, and that's with Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is a podcast publishing platform, and it's so easy to use, and it can push your podcast out onto all major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, Buzzsprout can get you there. It's what we use every week. It's so freaking easy. I can't stress that enough. Like we're still learning and our audio isn't the best all the time because we use Zoom for a lot of our episodes still. But even if you guys start out with just Zoom or just sitting in your closet using the voice memo app on your phone, Buzzsprout makes it that much easier to get that content and that audio out into the world and you can start building a brand, improving your business or just shooting the shits with your friends. (laughs) Shooting the shit with your friends. I don't know if I can say that on an ad. Anyways, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, I super, 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 super encourage you to do so. And go to our show notes, which is the show description. Click on the link and you get to start your own podcast with Buzzsprout. And you get an extra $20 Amazon gift card. It tells Buzzsprout that we've sent you and it really helps us out. 
Buzzsprout, the easiest way to podcast.